0: Hello and welcome to Guest Star from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The United States Treasury Department presents Guest Star with Harry Sosnick and the Defense Bonds Orchestra, yours truly, John Conti, and starring McDonald Carey. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is John Conte, your host for Guest Star, a transcribed feature for defense bonds presented by this station as a public service. Defense bonds are an investment in America's freedom and in your own security. Buy them regularly where you work or bank. Harry Sosnick and the Defense Bonds Orchestra raise the curtain on our show with Harry's interpretation of "Deck the Halls with Boughs of Holly." Special guest, the popular star of motion pictures, McDonald Carey. He appears in an original sketch by Harry Lawrence entitled Stand In for Santa. For the performance of McDonald Carey, we take you to Hollywood and our narrator, Rod O'Connor.
1: Yuletide music drifted into the sleep crusted windows and filled the editorial room of the Gazette with joyful carols. There was peace and kindness everywhere, except, of course, in the heart of Garson, city editor. Oh, Chief, not on Christmas Eve... I'm a married man. I've got to get this doll home for my little girl. Oh, Riley, you're breaking my heart. We got a tip on Willie Weston. The police think Willie's the man who bumped off Coco Jackson. And they're hunting him, huh? You got a tip on where he's hiding? Well, no, no. A tip on where his family is. Wife and kid. Now go to this address. Oh, no. Oh, way across town in the tenement district. Fourth floor. If you can't get in the front door, the back fire escape goes up to one of the windows. That's all. I just climb up to the fourth floor on an ice-covered fire escape in the middle of a blizzard. And if I don't break my neck, I may get shot. Will you beat it? The police haven't got this address yet. Now get over there. Talk to Willie's wife or his little girl. Maybe they'll spill where Willie is, but get a story. Christmas Eve. A very poor time to get fired, my boy. On your way. Okay, okay, okay. Third door. One more. Wind. This is a living. Oh, beer cans. A booby trap. Uh oh.
2: Get out of here. What are you doing up here?
1: Uh, I'm the fire escape inspector, lady. What's the idea of all these beer cans?
2: So we'll know when dopes like you come snooping around. That's the idea. Now go away. Oh,
1: all right, all right. I'm going away as fast as I can climb.
2: I hope you break your neck.
1: One more floor. Christmas Eve. Nuts. (laughs)
2: Hey.
0: Hey, little girl. Hey, kid.
2: I want my daddy.
1: Well, I'll try to help you find your daddy.
2: Do you know where my daddy is?
1: Not exactly, honey, but I do want to talk to your mommy.
2: She's not here. And she told me not to let anybody in. That's Santa Claus. Are you Santa Claus?
1: Well, uh, in a way, yes, I am.
2: Where's your white whiskers and your red suit?
1: Oh, well, uh, that stuff is old-fashioned. I'm getting more up-to-date now, see? Oh. Will you let me in till your mama gets here? cold out there. And how it's cold. Ah, this is better.
2: Did you bring me something, Santa?
1: Well, now, uh, now let me see. Uh, Your name is, uh... Doody. Hmm, well, let's, uh, let's look at my list here. Uh Uh-huh. Yes, sir, it says, uh, Doody Weston has been a good little girl. Hmm. And here's your present.
2: Oh, what is it? For me?
1: For your very, very own, duty.
2: Oh, oh thank you, Sarah.
1: You deserve it, Duty. Uh your daddy has gone away, hasn't he? The
2: day before yesterday. Two men came here to see him. Huh? A big fat man with red hair and a little man with a crooked face.
1: Big Charlie and Limpy Lou? They came here.
2: Mm hmm. Daddy brought out some glasses and they all had a drink. You know something? The big man put some medicine in Daddy's glass.
1: Medicine? Well, it
2: smells like medicine. I've got the bottle. It fell out of his pocket. Here. See? This bottle? Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Knockout drops. Some medicine. What happened after that duty?
2: Well, Daddy felt kind of sleepy, and they took him out for a walk. To wake him up, they said. He never came back. Mama says Daddy was framed. What's that?
1: Well, that means they've made it look like your daddy did something he didn't do. You know, your mom could be right.
2: My mom is always right.
1: You bet. And you mind what she says, Doody. Now, honey, I, I've got to go. I've got a long trip to make.
2: Wait, Mr. Santa. I want to give you something. Here's a picture of you my Daddy eyes. Only it doesn't look much like you.
1: Well, thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's the way I used to look, Judy. With the whiskers and everything. Your daddy drew this?
2: Yes. He's a very good drawer.
1: He is that. Say, from the way these lines run, I'd say he's left-handed.
2: Oh, yes. You see, his right hand was hurt in the war, and he can't hold on to things very well with it. So he has to use his left hand.
1: Now, well, that's funny. That's very funny.
2: I don't think it's funny.
1: Oh, I didn't mean it that way, honey. Well, so long. Be a good girl until next Christmas.
2: Wait a minute. You're not Santa Claus. Not really. Are you? Well,
1: what makes you think I'm not?
2: Because if you really, truly are Santa Claus, you'll bring my daddy back. You know that's what I want the most. No, no,
1: Judy, honey, I'm not promising anything, but don't give up, Hope. Maybe I can bring him back at that. And Merry Christmas, duty. (laughs) Lieutenant Bishop here? Oh, there he is. Hey, Bish. Well, Mr. Riley, you ought to be home tonight with the wife and Kiddies. Tell that to my city editor. Have you, uh, picked up Willie Weston? We're not yet. Willie didn't do it, Bish. He was framed. Now look. Lay off of that Christmas eggnog,
0: Riley. Willie was seen leaving the room, and the murder gun had Willie's autograph on it. Four good prints of his right hand. His right hand? That does it, Bish.
1: Willie was left-handed. Says you. His right hand was injured in the war. He can't use it well. He certainly couldn't shoot a gun with it. What are you trying to sell me? Medicine. Take a smell of this bottle. Hmm. Chloral hydrate. They doped Willie with this. Then they put the gun in his hand. But two things went wrong. Willie woke up and got away, and they put the gun in the wrong hand. Uh, you keep saying they did. Come on, who? Big Charlie and Limpy Lou.
0: You know, I thought there was something screwy about this thing. Willie's a small-time punk, not a killer. Right. So pick up Limpy.
1: He's the weak sister of the two. Show him this bottle. If that doesn't make him sing, I'll buy you a Christmas dinner.
0: Are you telling me what to do? Yes.
1: Okay. Maybe you got something. We'll see. If it does pan out, though, it's it's my story, Bish. I'm giving you a swell break. Who do you think you are? Santa Claus? You know, I wouldn't be at all surprised... You finally got back, Riley. Well, well. Chief, that was the coldest fire escape this side of Alaska. Did you talk to Willie's wife? She wasn't there. I didn't talk to Willie, either. Oh, what did you do? Oh, I played Santa
0: Claus to a sweet, lonely little girl. Oh, ye gods and little bitches. The man wants to write a sob story. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Hey.
1: Well, go ahead. Get out of here and write it. I'm, uh, waiting for a phone call. Lieutenant Fish. Hey, Oh, yeah. Yeah, he phoned a minute ago. Said to tell you that Charlie and Louie are singing a beautiful duet. Uh, Some of your drunken companions, I suppose. What are they singing, Christmas carols? No, Mr. Garson. They're confessing the murder they framed Willie Weston for. And after i bat out the story, I'll have to climb that cold fire escape again to tell a little girl her daddy will be home for Christmas. Yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. Now, you get on the phone and square things with my wife, will you? And you might tell her, Santa Claus won't be home till morning. That was a fine performance, McDonald, Carey. I'm glad you liked it, Rod. I enjoyed doing it. And uh, incidentally, before I go, I'd like to have just a minute to say something about defense bonds. You've got it, Mac. Well, I've been buying bonds for a long time because I believe in them as a safe, sure investment and an ideal way to save. But today, there's another very important reason for buying defense bonds regularly. Our dollars in defense bonds help to keep our country financially strong. to carry the load of defense expenditures. They help to curb further inflation... And as always, they're a step toward personal security and independence. Yes, Mac, and let me remind our listeners of the two simple automatic plans for buying defense bonds. The payroll savings plan or the bond a month plan, a free service of your bank. Either way, friends, you're investing in America's defense and your own future security. So be practical. Buy defense bonds regularly. Sound advice, McDonald Carey, and thanks again for being
0: with us. During the past quarter hour, you have been listening to Guest Star, a transcribed feature for Defense Bonds, presented by this station every week as a public service. May I express our thanks to our star, McDonald Carey, for a fine performance, and to his supporting players, Frank Nelson, Ann Stone, Ann Whitfield, and Gerald Moore, and to his director, Louis Graham. Next week, we'll have another of your favorite stars and more fine music by Harry Sosnick and the Defense Bonds Orchestra. Meanwhile, this is John Conti saying so long, reminding you to save for America's defense and your own future security. Buy United States Defense Bonds.